She's got sandy hair. She's got no cares. She's got moves for days. She will make some waves. She's got this energy coming out her face, shining on you like a bright sunny day. She's got this way about her. She's got this way makes one. She's got this way about her, way about her, yeah. And I feel so good. She will make you smile, play with you like a child, hit you strong and sweet, bring you to your knees, make you wait for her. And you do cause you know that she's worth it She's got this way about her She's got this way that makes you want her She's got this way about her, way about her, yeah And I feel so good When she comes home, she sips her tea, yeah, singing songs and painting whatever she needs. Got lots of tiny little words written on the fridge, yeah. I don't know what it is, but that's okay. Introducing Mr. Justin Froze. Welcome, Justin. A very talented local here Thanks. in San Diego. Multi-talented artist, producer. I've actually had the great honor of working with Mr. Justin. So much fun. Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> Known for his groove-driven alternative pop. I love that. Um, built on a diverse palette of musical tastes. That is very true, just from what we heard, too. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll continue to hear throughout this session. One of my favorite things that he does is he not only has the ability 
to cross genres through his decade of classical training and diversity in music, but he also defies them. And I think there's nothing sexier than that. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bluesy <laughs> and soulful. He delivers a dynamic, heartfelt performance, and I'm so excited to share him yes. with you. We both are so excited to share him through this next 40 minutes, hour. Yeah, yeah however long it lasts. I mean, <laughs> hey, we'll go for going. a couple <laughs> hours if it takes. I mean, welcome, Justin. Thanks for being here. Right, on well, if it goes like it. our usual conversations, we just go and go and go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yes. Thank so you, guys. So tell us a little about that song. I firstly have to say I'm so excited because that's a new one. And yeah, I've known you for many, many years, like 10, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think, at least. Maybe, at least on this planet, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> We've all met on dimension. other planets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about that song. Sure. Well, um, gosh, when did I write that? Sometime in maybe like December-ish or January. Um I was hanging out jamming with uh with my girlfriend. Oh. Uh she I don't think she was my girlfriend at the time, but <laughs> I was uh I was working on that. And so we were just jamming and playing around and one thing I love to do with music um and jamming and songwriting is is to just start playing something and and make myself sing verses like just let it out and and be silly, be stupid, whatever, but <laughs> just see what comes out. And um, so we were jamming at her studio, and I started playing this and like being like, "Oh man, I'm I'm gonna channel a song about you." I'm thinking this, and so <laughs> I just start singing this song like pretty much verbatim, like of what it is now. Um, couple little tweaks, you know, as I've, like, lived with it and performed it. And she was just cracking up at each line because they're all, like, about her and, uh, and yeah, like, for her to hear them as they came out, it just, she was, like, nonstop giggling. And <laughs> I love that. And we, we had that recording on a voice memo. Like, she's so good about that. She can feel when there's magic, and she'll just, mm. like, start recording. And um, so she sent it to me later. I was like, damn, that's good. And so I... I kind of like polished it up and I've been playing it now and I I love uh I love its sort of like rootsy folky southern rock kind of vibes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's also what you're so rooted in is just your blues feel. I feel like there's like a yeah. an old blues artist that like you came back mm -hmm. As and he's like channeled in you, <laughs> or maybe she is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you got a little Ella in you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just jealous Love of all you like songwriters and musicians <laughs> because you like get to sing songs and impress like whoever your loved one is with this like beautiful melody. I tried that with Brie, and she's like, "Okay, seriously, stop. Let me sing this." Song. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So that was that's what goes on in his head. That's, that's not actually what really happened. <laughs> was true. like, oh my gosh, write that uh -huh. down and let's sing it true. together. <laughs> right? Yeah, but you know, hey, buddy, press on. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've got my <laughs> many own more strengths. songs to come. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and many more songs to come. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's rad. Yeah. So, uh, how you been dealing with this? Uh, 
coronavirus pandemic. We noticed uh, on your website you've, you're doing all these live shows now, mm-hmm. Wednesdays and Saturdays. We encourage everybody to check those mm-hmm. out uh, on uh, Justin's website. Uh, Thank you. And uh, yeah. you know, how's how's this been going for you? When did you start those videos, and is that part of the pandemic? And uh, you know, is how's this been treating you? Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean that's been such a great learning experience and um, doing those live videos. I'm fortunate to have an incredible amount of equipment sitting around that have made it so I feel like when I do them, the quality is good and high and I've actually been consulting with various artists on you know how to take what equipment they have and make the best sound out of it. And so that's been really cool just to like help my community out and um, and so, yeah, somewhat a response to this time, this pandemic, and being like, well, there went all my gigs, you know, I usually gig like <laughs> four times a week. In the summer, it can be like six times a week. Um, and so I was like, well, dang, I, I don't want to lose my performing chops, and I've always wanted to do more stuff online, and so, all right, perfect opportunity, let's just do it. So doing every Wednesday and Saturday, Wednesday at 5 and Saturday at 7 Pacific time, um, it's been a good test run. Like sometimes there's 15 people on, sometimes there's 5, sometimes there's 20. Um, uh, It's such a great opportunity to figure out like, okay, how can I market this? What's the best time to play? Like what Mm -hmm. are people most needing right now? And I think there's been that wave throughout this pandemic too of like, people just needed like entertainment and then people needed comfort and then they needed mm. silliness and funniness. And, and uh, it's, it's cool to feel into like, all right, what do they need? Like tonight, like, mm. like we're, we're recording this on a Saturday and I play tonight. And so I'm like, okay, like I've played my originals. I've played my covers. Like, what can I do that like feeds people? If they just happen mm-hmm. to be stumbling by or tuning in, like, what can I do that would, like pour in a spark of joy or inspiration or just like how can I uplift because that's really what my my sole purpose here is on earth uh, th- probably throughout all time and space but especially in this life it's clear is to through art and music and and like pour in joy and inspiration uh, to people's lives absolutely I love that um Definitely a, a saying, a quote from you, I make groove-driven alternative pop to lighten you up. It's a joy to dig mm-hmm. into this work and being an artist and bring the music I have swirling through me in this world. And I think that really couples with what you mm-hmm. just said. And definitely from experience, I think anyone who knows you or is about to know you will definitely be inspired um, to find whatever it is that's swirling inside of them, um, whether mm-hmm. it's music or what that joy is. So thank you so much for, for embodying that and being that and, and helping us, whether we've been musicians or just um, other people out there doing their thing, um, <laughs> encouraging us and inspiring us. So you are yeah. a gem. I was curious, too, because I saw, I know you have that awesome songwriter, singer-songwriter collective that you were usually yeah. doing um, in meetup groups, right? How right. have you transferred yeah, that through online meetups? Yeah, you know, like like so many things we all do, you know, we're trying it on Zoom now and uh, learning a lot 
um, that the San Diego Songwriters Collective is um, something that I started in response to, you know, seeing my artist friends around town and be like, what's up, how's it going? And like, like you know, catching up, but I don't know why, I just always seem to make a point to ask, and how's your original music going? Just because mm. I know the grind, you know? <laughs> mm. It's like you get out and do the gigs and entertain mm. the people and please the people, and you please yourself too, you know? Like, but but there's this craving that mm -hmm. artists live with to to always go deeper in their art, right? So I like checking on that. And so many people were like, oh man, I'm just not doing enough and I feel like blocked and stuck. And so it it just reached enough of a critical mass in a short amount of time where I was like, oh my gosh, this is like a, this is an epidemic. This is a, <laughs> a pattern and just invited people to get together once a month um, for a couple hours in the evening to share about what's been inspiring them, what's been blocking them, uh, network, do little songwriting exercises. And lots of rad things have come from it. People have written songs, people have found producers, people have found collaborators. Mm -hmm. And so we've been doing them online with Zoom and it, it's going super well. Like people are getting a ton out of it. The meetings consist of like a goal setting exercise that we do together just to like keep it fresh like what are you wanting as a songwriter and then we share those and there's power in that and yeah. um being heard and even just speaking what it is you want and then we'll do song shares where people can share works in progress and get constructive feedback and it's all like your peers and so you know you're going to get like quality focused uh insider kind of feedback mm -hmm. yeah yeah, having been to one, I remember a while back, um, I strongly, all my musician friends, like, definitely check out um, Songwriter, San Diego Songwriters Collective. It's on Instagram. Um, do you have a Facebook, too? Yeah, we have a Facebook yeah. page. Yeah, I. it was one of the best experiences. I just love that um, it's that encouragement that we need. Sometimes we get lazy, right, as a songwriter, and we just have our go-tos. Um, yeah. But it's a great place to find collaborations maybe with an artist um, or invites a, an experimental new sound, you know, because we definitely inspire each other, right, through our strengths totally. and, um, and step into our weaknesses while watching someone yeah. else embody a strength that's our weakness and vice versa. Oh, um, yeah. So please, please, please look that up, dear yeah, friends. I, I loved how uh, you talked, Justin, about you know, getting people to step out of their box mm. of just singing cover songs. Bree and I yes. have been talking about that a lot lately. Like, you know, it's yeah. so, you know, just normal for musicians to get stuck in singing, you know, cover songs all the time. And you can make good money doing it. Yeah. But, you know, how many great artists are there out there that haven't been exposed because they're stuck in singing cover songs and not oh. getting into really understanding their originals and, and, uh, you know, really embodying who they are from that standpoint. Yeah, or on the other, yeah. other side where you are a great artist, but you're so fed into the creation of making your own songs yeah. that you're not getting mm -hmm. enough exposure. Yeah. So you're just there creating. Um, <laughs> that's also another conundrum. Totally. Um, so having a collective oh. like this is a great place. And I encourage even people who don't consider themselves a, a singer, you know, or a songwriter, mm -hmm. like oh you were yeah. saying, Brandon. Yeah. But it's all about just playing with words yep. and yeah. flowing with them. And everyone has a story. That is the beauty. 
that's how songwriting is. It's telling a story, and we just happen to know how to couple it together into a format of song. (laughs) So um, I really encourage anyone just to step into that. I know I have a friend who is an amazing writer, and um, I think we're going to – I'm going to have to – Give her a little push, and we'll come to your next one, Justin. I'll bring Brandon yeah. too. Yeah, well, we got we got three <laughs> cool. originals now. We're working on Justin we that do. are um, Bree and I have been working on. Which, you know, yeah, oh, I've I've stepped into songwriting it. a little bit mm-hmm. because of uh, yeah. this beautiful musician here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Which I wanted I want to hear another song from yeah. you for sure. Um, cool. But I definitely want to come back to this and um, yeah, it, the topic. the originals that were written from Brandon just pretty much expressing his his love and um oh. and desire Juicy. it's like that <laughs> comes back to what it's all about you know it's just how are we expressing love how are we expressing our joy and that's really already right. yeah. a song <laughs> it's all yeah. it's in everyone <laughs> so right. i well, know that like you're gonna have go ahead oh yeah i was i was just so excited by that point because it really comes down to like what is a song like yeah we we build them up so much but it's it's a story set to music. It's yep. it's it's what the heart wants to say, mm-hmm. and it and it's sung. It's like um, like sustained through the voice, and so it's like that just seems so human and universal. Mm-hmm. Like it's really for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's rad. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you have for us, my dear? bring us into your next song so next song is one i co-wrote with um a local singer songwriter um yeah savannah philia and she um she can't she came to some of these meetings and worked on this song for a long time uh this is called all my rivers i love it already thank you (laughs) and uh (laughs) why do you love it already (laughs) well because you know i feel about rivers (laughs) like <laughs> every time we see a river you stop and like take a five minute video I'm like all right Brie come on oh yeah <laughs> I take a video and then I undress and I jump in <laughs> yeah that's true that's true oh yeah <laughs> skinny dipping is my my mm. breath yes <laughs> right force me that's to do a that standard a ritual <laughs> it is a standard ritual because I think water stop. is such a, a place of rebirth and you know, uh, wash yeah. the spirit clean and it's also totally. what flows into the ocean the grander what do we call it? The micro and the macro versions of life. <laughs> All right, Justin. All right, show Tell us how me. your finger rivers, your river of fingering on your guitar. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right, this is called All My Rivers. the snow falls on the evergreens 
kissed by the sunshine, held by the breeze, up on the mountain, flowing free, down to the valley, they weave through the trees, through the great Guiding me back home All my rivers, they run to you All my rivers, they run to you They run Drawing the village to the water's prey Under the bridges, making a way Called by the ocean, pulled to the sea Under the moonlight, anchor me Starts falling. I hear you calling. You're the one I need. All my rivers, they run to you. All my rivers, they run.
Thank you. I love that one because so it's much. so visual. I was transported mm. like, beside one of my favorite places to be is just out in like a forest or nature yeah, in a stream or a river. We were just yeah. out yesterday um, right. adventuring around and just gushing cool. water oh, with wait, all the rains we, we we've were, been having. We were, we were quarantined. We were quarantined <laughs> We were in nature. an adventure in our mind. <laughs> yes. Um, we, we would never leave the house and go adventuring outdoors during these times. <laughs> no. That's, the, that's no, why we're no here chance. having this conversation. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, so that, I, I'm, I am happily still inside, and so I'd love for you to kind of take us on a journey of the creation of that song. And, um, yeah, it definitely speaks for itself, but I'd love to hear your process. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Co-writes are so cool just because I think they make, like, soul chemistry so apparent, mm. you know, like mm -hmm. like what this person's inclined to create and how they're inclined to express themselves and how this one is and and on and on. And, and you know, with Savannah, we've we've really only written that song and we have, like, one other in the works, but... Like what I found is when we sat down to write and I picked up the guitar, like, so I've been playing guitar for a while, like over 30 years. And, and won awards, let's not forget. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and giving myself awards. <laughs> 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 but but throughout time, like in my, my artistic journey, I've found like little little pockets of like style and sounds that like, I love and I return to them and perhaps they're this like extension expression of of my soul and like like soul as in like my identity my deeper um identity um beyond like this human form and so uh and soul as a as a library like a catalog like a lineage of of experience and so I have like this like real pretty guitar picking kind mm. of like mountain stream like zone. Mm. And I found that like I just started playing that like when I started uh, writing with her and and that that's that was like where I was drawn to. And and she was like s loving it and encouraging of it. So it's like, OK, this is this is the realm we create in. And so I just had the um, the instrumental of that, uh, just the. Mm. You know, just with the chords and stuff, and um, and feeling into it together, like rivers came up. It's mm. oh god, songwriting such a mystical experience. Like things just arrive, and and depending on what state of mind you're in, you could like doubt them or question them or or just go with them and so I got this like oh this feels like a mountain stream like that grows into a river and yes I love it and then like we had that chorus first which was all my rivers mm. they run to you and and I wanted this sort of like love song of nature that's like could also be like obviously a metaphor like just that like all of who I am all my tributaries Mm -hmm. They all flow towards this person. 
And mm-hmm. that's like that's like the type of like experience in my heart and like connection that I'm craving. So like right. you know, I write to that and um Yeah, and then we just kind of chipped away at it and the other parts came and oh, there's actually a really so amazing recording I'm working on of it with strings, like whole Ooh. string section. <laughs> oh, yeah. we're eagerly awaiting. Yes. We'll be sure to let everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> or follow oh, Justin, cool. and I'm sure he'll let yeah. us know. Yeah, the word will get out. So, oh. so yeah, that's a little bit on, on that process on that song. It's really beautiful. It's songs are incredible. Music's incredible, isn't it? Because you're like having all these little mini relationships all around. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, you guys have incredible soul chemistry um, with your writings. I know Savannah and Philia, right? Philia, um, yeah. Philia, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Um, another person to check out, another stunning artist. And definitely, yeah. you guys did a beautiful, had a beautiful little child, a song baby together. Song baby. <laughs> that's what we're calling them these days. Yes. They're little children, you know, because you grow them and yep. you nurture them and then you send them out into the world and I don't yeah. know how they're going to take, but all you do is give them wings and see where they fly. Um, yeah. And that takes a lot of the pressure off of the creation of them as well, knowing that yeah. they're going to have a little life of their own. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to um, ask one more thing. So you're doing custom songs and then you're doing a songwriting mentoring program, which I think is so awesome. And I was wondering how that's um, maybe if that's grown more during this time because people are um, online more and inside and unable to, you know, meet up. Yeah. It's a difference. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, people are online a lot more. I read a quoted statistic from facebook um i didn't double check it myself so Mm -hmm. so certainly don't take it as gospel but it was like (laughs) since the quarantine they saw like a 50 percent increase in messages and like 70 percent more online activity and so yeah people are online but they're bored and anxious and saturated and craving and um you know there's been a wave and an ebb and flow of that. And I think we're now, you know, this is April 18th or something. We're Mm. now settling into like, okay, I'm over all the free offers. I'm over all the like, (laughs) you like, what do I need? And then let me, you know, for online experience and, and enrichment and information. And then how can I like make sure I still have my own space and time and don't get, overwhelmed and so yeah i'm finding a bunch of artists are eager and ready to dive in um more from like a soul calling place than like a oh there's an opportunity in the market (laughs) everyone's online like it's like you could go for it from that angle but then it's uh it's not as authentic as like oh i need to do this one thing and i need to share it so different Right? Yeah. And yeah. so there's there's like a few artists that I've begun to work with and really the focus at the beginning, I do like a three month um mentoring program mm-hmm. and the first month is all about just returning to yourself creatively and like mm. it being fun and playful and enjoyable. Like there's no pressure. You don't have to like 
prove anything to the world. You just have to like return to the love of it and mm. and enjoy it and 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 sort of start to tease it out of this place that's like if I have time or at the end of the day or after this and just see if you can be like, you know what, I'm gonna wake up, do my whatever my morning routine is, and then I'm gonna just do thirty minutes and then I'll come back to it at the end of the day. But like like retraining yourself that it's okay to get to that part of yourself like anytime but also at the beginning of the day yeah yeah and so and so that's kind of the focus and then we second month we dig in more to you know honing the skills in the craft of of songwriting and performing and being an artist and then the third month is all about like marketing and putting it out and presenting yourself right. and like adapting to the whole online world so yeah that's been that's been a fun thing to naturally i've always naturally been in that um mm -hmm. like role with with artists just because i love helping and reflecting and if there's something i'm sensing i, I want to just share it and and those things tend to like help inspire and, and grow other artists and um so yeah i've been been enjoying that and yeah that's so beautiful. I think this should be kind of like a course for any human. It's just a coming back to soul, coming back to life. So and true. You are so good about that. You know, it's like, how do we, we get into these roles and we get into these comforts and um, with our work. And that's something kind of interesting that's going on right now is being pressed into this place of, now that I'm here and I'm not forced to go into the lifestyle that I built up, being yeah. able to have that space, that stillness to question, what am I, what am I really wanting to step into? You know, what, what is really that, what you were saying with the songwriting, where is that soul speaking? Um, so I think it goes for everybody and yeah. what a strange time, but also what a little gift. Yeah, totally. If you can, take those times, even as you said, people are bored. Well, from boredom, doesn't that come great creativity? If yeah, we get to that place. Well, that's what I love about this, this whole situation that we're in, this conundrum. Um, you know, it's really forced people, real colors to come out. And mm. you find a lot of people, you know, stepping into being more creative, doing things like you're doing, Justin. I, I commend you for that. I think that's amazing. And, you know, Bree and I have, have stepped into a lot of things ourselves, you know, the podcast, mm -hmm. we've created a garden, we're doing mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of fun things ourselves. And, you know, on the other side of that, yeah, you know, I see all these people trying to capitalize on mm -hmm. people staying at home. And I swear to God, like in my world, as a, uh, you know, on the business side of things, if I see another email from somebody trying to make money off of the coronavirus or figuring out a way to yeah. identify their business because they're going to do coronavirus seminars or things like that. I just can't take it. Right. I just, it's almost like an immediate delete on my inbox. Yeah. Um, you know, so Even if I see like, like a, like a, like a code to enter for like a discount and the word COVID <laughs> is in the code. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to type that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man. Well, speaking of that, about health and, Yes, discounts is it and time stuff. For I some think. soul vitamins. <laughs> time for some soul vitamins. 
This is the part of the show where you talk about what your little soul vitamins are, Justin. And you can sing it or you can say it, but we want to know. What are you popping? Mm. What are your soul vitamins? Love it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ooh, I'm playing a little ditty over here, and I'm playing a little ditty over there. And as long as I'm playing ditties all day, I don't have no cares. Yeah. When I wake up in yep. the morning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here we go. Well, I wake up in the morning and I breathe. And I wake up in the morning and I see. What can I do today with all the joy in my heart? <laughs> okay, let me say it one more time. What can I do today? With as much joy as possible, how happy can I be? Yeah. Okay, I gotta get out of this accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was a soul vitamin song for the day. In conclusion, you ask yourself upon every day that you rise, what can I do with this day? What can I do with this day? Where can I dig down really, really deep and find that whole little joy that wants to meep, peep, peep, and then roar? This is who I am. Thank you so much, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So I love this little segment because it's so silly. Yeah, it's and I think fun. that is definitely what we need in our life in times where things can be so serious. We like serious but we also love playfulness. And yeah. um, that's how we love Justin Froze. Yes. Mm. Love your Thanks. soul vitamins. Too. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, wake up every day and just be grateful to, to be yes. here, to be alive, to be breathing, yeah. to be yes. seeing, you know, and look around you and not just be so myopically focused on yeah. the worries or the problems or the news or all the BS that's going on in the world, but like, you know, one of the things that Bree and I have been noticing more than ever now is just look around at nature. Mm. Look at the animals and the birds that are singing and the, yeah. you know, I mean, I hate to be so grandiose, but um, I think now more than ever, we've really had an appreciation for the nature and the um, the life around us. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I had a, a dear friend come over yesterday um, via telephone, of course. And um, she was speaking of how she didn't realize how much she had been asleep. And in this time, in this stillness, because we were speaking about bird song, and we have the most beautiful bird song on our window when we wake up. Um, it feels like we're actually out, transported away from civilization into nature. But she was saying that she hears deeper, she sees deeper, she feels deeper. And she feels like she's waking up. And I wanted to see if you uh, share that similar feeling or how you feel like maybe this time where we've retreated in has allowed for nature to come out more, actually, because mm. we're not in the way of it yeah. so much. Well <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That's just something that has been kind of ruminating in my mind. Yeah, you know, always when there's things going on in, quote, the world, which is really mm -hmm. just a shared perception of experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, I I naturally, like, wonder, you know, okay, do the birds and the animals, do they sense it too? And mm -hmm. I mean, 
it's a shared experience. So, yeah, but like as humans, when we sense something, what do we immediately do? We mm. start making a story about it, and and there's a way of of sensing things, but then going about your life as as you're meant to, designed to, or just wish mm-hmm. to. You know, like the birds mm-hmm. still gotta like fly around and like in order to find food and maybe build a nest and maintain their the the borders of their nest and mm-hmm. and even find a mate and just do bird things you know like right. out <laughs> the natural cycle <laughs> yeah and so yeah like has the nature is the nature feeling it i mean perhaps like the beach environment in, mm. in the like the first whatever 200 yards into the water like is is uh has more life going in it because there's less human activity i don't know Mm. maybe Mm -hmm. Um, right but like i think one of the features of life is it just keeps going you know and so and so there's this trick when when ways we spend our time or focus our consciousness change or change dramatically we we think we interpret that as a shift in life you know it's a shift in life situation but it's not a shift in life itself as a force as a Mm. and so but but everything we do is creative you know like i want Mm -hmm. that's creative you know or thinking something thinking anything is creative that trips me out just to realize that every little thought it's not just like oh that was just something on my 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 thinking workspace or my thinking workbench it just tossing random scraps around right. no big deal it's like every single thought has a ripple every single thought is a is a drop uh, a stone a pebble a rock a boulder into the ocean of consciousness and and it makes waves, it makes splashes. And so to just think, well, I could think whatever, it's really about what I do or say, you know, it's like, maybe, maybe not though. I mean, why not check out that, that inner place of origin as as inner as you can go and see, you know, if I have stillness and clarity there, what, what ripples out from that. And so, yeah, this, the world situation and the, the, the constant daily like information and news and and the emotional charging in that news yeah it can really taint our view of life uh and the world and um yeah i think people are feeling that a lot more because it's like it's aggressive you know yeah and, and it's in uh, the focal point yeah it's at the yeah. front front and center and and Everyone, I'm sure, is feeling themselves like, like I've had mornings where I wake up and like, ah, and then the world situation hits me. I'm like, ah, mm. God, <laughs> like where I, f- I forget for a moment, right? And Yes. Yeah. And the longer we're in a situation, the more numb we become to it. Like I remember when I first traveled to Europe, like in my younger days, like just experiencing that culture and the people mm. and everything. And then I come back to the U.S., and I like feel the U.S. like more. Th- I'd encounter like the mm. the collective like mindset. I'm like, whoa! I was just in this before. I never like saw it from the outside, but I've been traveling for two months, and now I come back. And and so the longer we're with something, we get we get numb to it. Like 
a little food in your teeth and you feel it, but then at the end of the day, you until you floss, you're like, oh shit, that's been in my teeth or you right. know. And so it's this is the situation's prolonged and and there's w- little ways that we get numb to it and I think it's so important to to wake ourselves up and make that a daily moment by moment thing and not let the world situation like put us into a corner, you know? I love that you just said that because I think it is all about how we're filling space, yeah. you know, and going back to your tooth analogy. Ooh, I like that. Um, how you go back to the tooth analogy. It's like there was a piece of food in there, but not until you floss it, did you realize now it is open and spacious. Mm. And so how is information in our lives? How are the narratives that we're wearing? Um, how are they taking up space? And not allowing for us to be more awake or more expansive or to allow for new information in. And it's not to discount, you know, I, I do want to put out there, like, I do understand there's, there is a lot of um, discomfort and pain and suffering that's going on. I, yeah. I hold that and I embrace it. Um, I think it's just a matter of allowing there to be the many, um, I think as you said, the ripples, like how there's a lot going on. Um, at mm. once, but we somehow get very myopic with one story, one narrative, and then that becomes ours. It doesn't have to be ours. We can acknowledge it. We can see it and go, I, I, I have compassion. I understand what's going on, but I'm also here to, in, in our case, like sing songs to uplift the situation, you know? It's not going to yeah. do, we're not going to get better if we hold the backpack of all these other people's narratives, you know? Um, yeah. If we take that on and say, okay, I need to feel this way too in order to relate. It's like, no, 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 we can have compassion, but let's also remember to step into where our role is for the embetterment of the, all of this. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. And yeah. there's this uh, distinction I've been really enjoying making for myself in when you said, you know, yeah, there's, there's sadness, there's pain, there's a lot of mm-hmm. like. Uh, exacerbated challenges people are going mm-hmm. through now. I hold that like, and I get the intention to to acknowledge that and mm-hmm. to to honor that. It's actually an experience for people. Um, mm-hmm. This like distinction I've been enjoying uh, making is like, you know, in in being empathic and being empathetic uh, and feeling, you know, understanding, relating to the emotional experience of another. I found that often in my past when I was meaning to hold space, I was actually holding the things that were in the space because I felt like that's what I needed to do. And, but then in holding the sadness and the weight of it with someone, um, like I would take that on and I would feel Mm -hmm. it. And I didn't know how to, you know, be there and do that, but also release that. And so Mm -hmm. I wound up Mm. being affected. And then I was like, I can't keep doing this to myself because mm-hmm. it stays with me for a long time. And so recently I've been playing with, okay, instead of holding the thing that people are feeling, ho- just hold the space around it. Exactly. And so you, n- you never actually hold the thing. They're holding it, and you just hold the space around yes. it. And that little like distinction in my mind has helped me to still be there, present, like the the witness and aware but but not need to like relate so much that I grab what they're feeling and I take it in 
and I, and I like make it my own in a way. Does that make right. sense? Absolutely. And I think that goes definitely into probably parenting, but as yeah. I can totally relate, it's like, you're not trying to, you're that we need to have our own experiences through it, right? So if you were to take it on from someone, they haven't learned their lesson. So I totally agree with you, holding the space, but then also because there is that space and then you can still be strong, you can show them that they already have the tools within them to work with it, or you can offer some tools. In that way, we're not draining ourselves you're still there being sub supportive role and then giving them the ability to support themselves now so they're not reliant upon you. And I think this happens so often and what happens in relationships, friendships, parenting. It's like you take it on and you're doing it for them. Now they're dependent upon you. That's not what we want. We want to create beautiful, creative, independent individuals. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have growth and we then we can have we can both meet with our with our strengths and we can both meet and be there for each other when one person isn't having their highest day, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, and you can just take turns um, and remind each other. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I love the dialogue and I love uh, guys. We could go off on this for hours. <laughs> <laughs> so much but on that topic, huh? Yeah, I oh mean, we God. got we got got some more of these hot topics. That should be like another little <laughs> little song here. Hot topics. <laughs> wasn't that a, wasn't that? A <laughs> I think well, I was I like hot it. pockets. I just used the hot pockets theme song. Sorry, hot we might pockets. have to might have to uh, copyright that. <laughs> right. It's a hot topics. Hot yeah, topics. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and there's uh, remember the, probably the store at the mall, Hot Topic. Yes, oh, I, I yes. love that you yeah, knew that. Yeah, the goth store. <laughs> Sorry, should yeah. I say that out loud? Yeah, it was very much the goth store growing up in Utah oh, as a kid. Yeah. It was a, it that was place was such a treat. Be like, Ee! oh yes, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, they always had what was what was the, were those characters um, from the oh. Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh like yeah, the, yeah, Jack the, Skeleton. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All that fun stuff. It felt a little Halloween. It had all for kinds me. of crazy stuff. It was very <laughs> Halloween. It was Halloween 20, 24 7. Right. <laughs> and then there was like the special 365 room in the back. days a year. <laughs> yeah. But I, th I think it's time for some more music. Yes. Right? Yeah. Cool. So we got uh, a couple more songs. We'd love to, love to hear where we're going next. And maybe there's even more hot topics. Oh, dun dun dun. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Why? Yeah, I've got, I've got two more songs in mind. Um, Great. There's there's a newer one that um, will be my next single. Um, Whoa! Wait, can we go yeah. back to that? Sweet, fresh. Alert! New alert! Singles. Now we need, now we need a new fresh <laughs> single song. We need some, some <laughs> fresh <bells. laughs> new yeah, singles. <laughs> it's like a ringtone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or by Menon. <laughs> fresh singles. <laughs> okay. Right. So right. I was gonna Back play to that you. song last, but I just <laughs> <laughs> had to tease. But we just took it. Play it now if you want. I don't know. Wherever you feel your flow is, we're all good. Cool. Maybe you just play it twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I'm going for it. I'm gonna play it. So I wrote yeah. this song with um, a friend, Jonathan Jones. He's a producer, singer, songwriter, and. Um, we actually knew each other back in high school, but, you know, didn't really know each other. We knew of each other, that kind of thing. Mm. And we um, connected th actually through the 
the San Diego Songwriter Collective, which was super cool. Like he mm. saw that on Facebook and was like, "What's this?" Like, and you know, came to a meeting and we kind of caught up after you know years and years. And um, and he had shared that he was he had been super like blocked like songwriting wise, and that the meeting mm. like totally opened him up. And so that kind of opened up our relationship. Um, and we've done a lot of collaborating on tracks, and um, this is one that we wrote one day and. Uh, co-produced and I love it it's so much fun so I'm gonna play obviously you know the solo version and I've got my looper here but um but the track is so fun and juicy and and like funky and I'm so proud of it we actually had another high school friend Scott Gibson um do a little producing and mixing of it so it's like a high school club endeavor I like it (laughs) I love it so (laughs) it's called hang it up oh yeah All right, here we go.
Thank good. you. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you for that. No, thank you for that little uh, punch of soul. I actually had to go and put my dancing shoes on. Oh. Because I just wanted to get I just wanted to get down with yeah, that song. Get, get down. I kind of just wanted to hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about that one. And my girlfriend Aura is um, doing artwork She's your for aura. it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she's doing the album artwork for it. It's so exciting. I don't I don't want to spoil what it is, but it's so cool. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Can we find her anywhere? Her art? Of course. Yeah, you can find her art by Aura, A U R A on Instagram. Okay. And then she also has a music page, Music by Aura. Whoa, oh, look at you. Whoa. Going no, after look the at double her. threat. <laughs> oh, oh, man. She's like a quintuplet threat. You have oh, oh man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> she's amazing. I can't wait to to Yes. Feel the Hopefully when this is all over, we can just have you guys over and yes. oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, get, uh, get to know you guys even better. Yes, you know. we're actually really looking forward to that. Speaking of things like you said, going to Europe and then coming back to the states and like being able to feel it in a new way, I think that we are just eagerly awaiting the moment where we can open this up to the original plan, which was to have people here at the house and to right. entertain and have live music and. Um, maybe sometimes do like a, a soundbite where it's a dinner and the music pa- pairing yeah, of the different senses. <laughs> yeah, I know. What kind of what kind of uh, food would go with that last song? Yes. <laughs> oh, good question. What kind of food is that right. last song? Great question. I was thinking maybe a euro. Hang it up. Ooh, <laughs> no. Ooh um, euro. A euro? <laughs> yes. You know, Wait, like, what is that? Is it like a churro in a different way? No, <laughs> no, a euro, like the lamb, like the like oh, gyro. Slowly br- yeah, I thought it, that was yar. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's like gyro is what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, they say it all the ways. But, but we could make a mushroom one. Oh, totally. We could. Yeah, it doesn't have to. I mean, be that doesn't lamb. sound nearly as good as the lamb. Usually, one, you offer both. You have both yeah. options yeah. because everyone should be celebrated for their choices. I think it goes. With it should not be disqualified. Too right. Soul punch. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I, I think that I think the drink that goes with that is like is very much a bright like gin drink Ooh. with like some Ooh, floral yummy. flavors. Yeah. Oh. Or even a white wine, maybe. It's so interesting because Justin is actually borderline mixologist. I remember a conversation we had a while back, and what do you think? What what would that drink be to that song, Justin? Ooh, I like yeah. your idea, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, the gin could be cool, but Soul Punch. I could just keep thinking of Soul Punch now. We got to figure out that drink, okay? But what is? Yeah, the we'll drink figure out Soul up? Punch. Anyone is welcome to send in their ideas of what the Soul Punch is. Maybe that's what we'll do. <laughs> New drink every week. I still yeah. want to get Justin's idea on what the what the drink to that song is. Okay, the drink for hanging up. Like you have a sip and you're like, ooh, you like do a little dance, like your arms come up like yeah. T Rex. Uh, so I think it's got, <laughs> I think it's got like a little bit of like tequila or mezcal and like pineapple. Ooh, read my mind. Yeah, maybe something With like tiny bit fizzy. What else? Oh, I kind of like that. I love if it's like a tequila and a, or maybe I would do like a mezcal. No, it's too smoky. I would do tequila, a little yeah. bit of pineapple, and then you did a slice of jalapeno because that's like the hang it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah. When you go to the bathroom after the spice. <laughs> right. Yikes. How does yeah. the sound coming out? What song is that? <laughs> That's sort of. I gotta go hang or this like, up. Right. Or and maybe like a little like a like a cucumber garnish or something. 
I want that like mm. soothing cucumber thing in there too. What is that? Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah, pineapple and jalapeno and tequila, like hang it up. He <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. We'll, 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 work we'll out have it. that for you when you uh when you and Aura come. So speaking of Europe, I had a question for both of you guys. Oh yeah. you guys you guys traveled through uh through Europe together on tour a few years yeah. back. Yeah. We did a mini tour. A little mini tour. Um God, I wish I was around then. Because <laughs> knowing you're music free and now getting to listen to you, uh, some of your music, Justin, I would have loved to enjoy some of that. But uh, oh. I'm curious, what what was like? Uh, what was the best story or the funniest story? I uh, I'd love to love to hear each of you just kind of give kind of one little bit of your best memory from that trip. Mm. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, really I loved our loved van yeah the van was cool we rented a like a van and and packed that thing full of music gear and clothes yeah. and food and road snacks and yeah. uh oh my gosh i remember eating rice cake rice cakes nonstop. oh yeah with what <laughs> what was that like veggie paste or something veggie? oh yeah we found yeah, some it was like, like a vegan veggie paste <laughs> Yeah, and that was like pretty much all you were eating. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't drinking either. I was no. like so focused. Yeah. yeah. I remember Justin, you're like, just have one drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, Listen up. Sounds like me a little bit sometimes. <laughs> right. On, well, <laughs> yeah. And in the middle, I went to, remember I went to that ashram in Southern Germany? Oh my gosh. I yes. like, we had some days off. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check this out. Like some friends here in the States had like recommended it. It's called the art of living. I was like, oh, it's in Southern Germany. That's where like my German uh, heritage is from. And so like being there and like meditating three times a day and just, oh, that was, that was a definite highlight. Just the earth was magical there. And then and then, of course, being in Germany, coming out of there, we go to our next show. Maybe it was like Freiburg or something. And like, mm. and everyone's like, well, where's your drink? Or like, do you want a drink? Or can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, oh, I'm actually like not drinking right now. And and they were just like <laughs> flabbergasted. They were like, <laughs> not drinking right now. That That's crazy. And Wait, what? You don't drink? <laughs> Are you Mormon? Yeah. That's what I get all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah. From Utah. <laughs> but... I loved Berlin. I don't know. Just yeah. as a city, Berlin. Oh, Vienna was amazing, too. With the family we visited there and, like, swimming mm. in the... Swim oh, where yeah, did we in swim Austria. in? What was oh, that? my gosh. Um, the scene? The, the Seine? V the v yeah. Oh. The river there. Oh, my gosh. We played this house concert. The most amazing family. Yeah. And um, afterwards, she's like, we're all going down to the river. And everyone like went in, stripped down, like jumped. It's dark out, and it was so magical. Mm. Um, yeah, beautiful yeah. people. Gosh, we met some good people. Such good people. Yeah, mm. that was an amazing trip. Oh. I think one of my favorites was when we went to um, Switzerland. Ooh, and, Basel. Um, yeah, Basel. Remember Huckabee? That cafe. Oh, yeah. And we just happened to meet this guy. He was riding his bike by. And the show we were going to play was canceled because of the rain. 
Right. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do we do? And so he's like, well, let me ask my friend. He has a cafe. Let me see if we can hold a show for you. And like, just like that in an hour, we had a show booked. Yeah. They set up the stage. And if you haven't been to Europe as a performer, it's the most amazing thing. I really wish, I'm trying to understand how we can, how we can embody what they do there. When you play in a yeah. bar, people stop and listen like a listening room. Yeah. How can we have that it's sensitivity so here? Yeah. It's so taken for granted. So that's kind of yeah. what happened when we were there in Switzerland. There was couches and it was just a pretty magical experience. Yeah. Um, and because it came together so quickly and Basel was beautiful and the lighting was perfect. And oh, yeah. yeah. I think one of the most challenging things was <laughs> the fact that I still, I set up, or my friends set up most of the places where we played. I would reach out to people I knew. Yeah. And we'd come, and there was like a welcome. And it would only oh. be Brianna. <laughs> it wouldn't be Justin. <laughs> and he, I would just watch his eyes, and he'd be like, oh, my God, here we go again. I was <laughs> counting. Like, I was uh, counting the number of times we rolled up, and her name so was how, on a big was sign. what was the number? <laughs> I don't know, like 10 or something. I don't know. It totally <laughs> wasn't fair, because I distinctly put out like i set the whole set list and everything, i know, but you know i know you did people are gonna do they're gonna understand what they do i think they said i was like a blues singer or something <laughs> like, yeah. whatever they're making up stories well, and, they, <laughs> and they don't often people don't understand like oh the sensitivities of an artist where it's yes. like like you're booking a show and you're bringing musicians with you and oh what those musicians must have their names yes. like written yes. or they're offended it's like you know People right. don't know how sensitive we are. Yeah, <laughs> the recognition. Sensitive American. We, uh, yeah. No, a sensitive <laughs> artist. And it's like, it's like someone. It's like when you read when someone like takes a quote and then you don't quote it and they steal it as their own. Right. Oh, that. Or they don't give recognition. So like that's just mean. That's just yeah. rude. Like there's a reason why someone was gifted with this little brilliant song or right lingo or what whatever it be idea i know it's just like the borrowing it's like when people just speak you don't you don't see quotes but like so much of our language is borrowed and repeated but like when when you see it written and there's no quotes or there's quotes and no like source it's just even more like ah like yeah just just because i'm i don't know i think it's it's like a gift to give um you know credit not just to the person from which something originated but to the person reading it so they could be like oh yeah. this came from a person that hold a, had a whole line of work a whole like body of work like like mm. now i can go like find out more about this thing i stopped to read that i'm really liking i don't know yeah, yeah. that's just me right I yeah agree. my line of work that we we deal with plagiarism all the time mm-hmm. i feel like everything is uh is plagiarized to the point where it just becomes its own mm-hmm. you know evolved process of whatever it is but uh, right you know whether it's a contract or a you know marketing yep. package or whatever it is it's just like everybody's plagiarizing everybody else yeah. but oh yeah where do we give credit to the person that actually created the idea in the first place right right and, and then remembering right yeah. justin like we're all just an echo of an origin <laughs> <laughs> so we're all made up of all <laughs> we're all just made up of these pretty words and thoughts and i mean you're absolutely right we some of our greatest um uh, 
right you know and it's yeah it's so hard to trace back even you know yeah like because all these echoes are bouncing around and like i've started reading this book um that aura gave me um called written in my soul and it's it's from 1986 but it's like interviews with with great songwriters um, but the focus is on like rock and roll, and so just the mm. the, the the intro and and everything by the author is just so fascinating to be like like there's no one tributary from which all rock and roll came. Like there's even not direct connections between the various tributaries, but everyone influenced each other. But it's like it's so. It's like a web. It's like a web that's not connected, even if that makes sense. Oh, it's like, yeah, not all the that's parts are connected. Yeah, that's so interesting because is it a web if it's not connected? Um, it would be a a plot of of nodes. <laughs> or would it be like one of those brainstorming charts? You know, where like everything links out to something else, but they're not all connected <laughs> as one. They like all kind of like bubble out to their own bubbles. Right. I think <laughs> I think rarely is like any one thing just isolated there's there's always things connected to it but when we encounter it and it seems isolated uh it's just because we haven't yet seen or visualized how mm. it connects to other things so mm. like even in the history of rock and roll it's like the influence of like carl perkins on like like black singers like mm. like chuck berry and then how mm. that influenced like yeah. Bob Dylan. It's like like those lines aren't necessarily direct or even drawn, but but they just these little moments where one of those artists hears the other and goes, Oh wow, something clicks yes. and then it informs like yes. so much of their work and Yes. Yeah. Which brings me to my last point as of cool. now is I'm very curious. Why are we as songwriters not covering each other's songs more often? Hmm. Oh. And yeah. I promised myself I was going to do that this year. And I think okay. that I'm going to, after this, really like step into that. But I'm yeah. a big fan of yours, a big fan of Nate Donis, um, yeah. Astra Kelly. Like these are yeah. amazing artists here. And I'm in love with your music. And mm. I think, where, what, how can we create that? Is it just like a, do you mind if I cover your song? You know, like, do are are we going to be offended if we cover each other's songs? If anyone ever covered mine, and be like, oh, that is awesome, right? You know, um, it's so we're honor. doing all these covers, and that's why these artists keep getting known and keep getting known and keep getting known throughout history and like keeping on top. But yeah. what if we helped each other by getting our songs from one another out there more often, so that people keep hearing them? Um, yeah and different through different musicians as well right i mean it's like crazy uh by patsy klein well written by willie mm. nelson it didn't get made popular mm. until patsy did it and there's there's all these exactly. versions i think there's th what was that one that that willie wrote but but um not reba mcintyre but um oh, who I did i can't make you love me yeah 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 yes <laughs> oh i'm um, like blanking on her name if you don't. Yes, stop. You said not Ruga. Oh my gosh, we must know this. Google! Google. Where are Thank you? Thank God for Google. 
also did An Angel from Montgomery. That was the one I think where she she made uh, that popular, but but Willie Nelson wrote that. Oh my gosh. Wasn't Reba? Oh, Melissa Etheridge. No, 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 no. Actually, sorry. John Prine wrote Angel from Montgomery. Okay. But the Willie Nell says, I can't make you love me. Bonnie Raitt. That's oh. the Bonnie. There it is, yeah. Bonnie Raitt. Okay. You beat Google, Justin. Good job. Oh, no. I was, I was sitting here Googling. You, you, oh, okay. <laughs> You'll see it in the video. Well, then you Googled faster than I Googled. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> like a Googler. split second. I think it was that. I think that was that half second difference. That half second <laughs> advance, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this we can this put that on our resumes now. I'm a quick Googler, <laughs> right? Quick that might be a real advantage as we go into like the 21st century. Or <laughs> right. I mean, secretaries used to get hired maybe based upon their word count typing per minute. Yeah. yeah. Now it's, it's how fast do you Google? Right. How fast can you Google? <laughs> but <laughs> so so there's all this influence of of songwriters that like that um you know heard each other jam with each other covered each other's yeah. songs and and those songs you know didn't really hit until s you know a friend of theirs did it like like right. carol king and james taylor and even oh even gosh. jewel and steve poltz like steve poltz wrote you were meant for me but jewel i mean they were dating and so who knows no how that went down way. yeah yeah and so sh that was oh the song that launched her right wow so so I think as artists, again, back to the sensitivity and the ego, is like we so badly want to be like the thing, like the shit, the bee's knees. Uh, can we cuss on this show? And Yes. I guess fine. you can cuss on Netflix now, so I guess we're cool. We've, we've <laughs> updated. We might have to up our rating on our <laughs> podcast for PG-13. <laughs> so. Right? But it's like just the use of words when they are properly applied. Yeah. Yeah, no other word. <laughs> Exactly. It's just a sound. But yeah, yeah. Yes. We're we're excited and circling around this point of of covering each other's stuff. And I think it's a huge yeah. thing when you read the history of, of scenes and movements and songwriters and times like yeah. they were all doing this and intermingling, you know, Crosby Stills and Nash and Joni Mitchell and so yeah. when I lived in Seattle a few years back, um, me and one of my longtime friends and collaborators there, Benjamin Dore, we we were we were so taken by all our friends' music that we did a show where we we made duet kind of like um, Simon and Garfunkel versions of of all our friends' music and and played that and I loved it. It was so cool, like because you know you you can't always do something like someone else does. So you find your own way, and it just gives yeah. this new life to the song. So I say I say we do it. You know I say we start planning that, and it'll be like uh, yeah. let's do it at like the Belly Up where it's like family style and like yeah. get the couches on the stage and we just jump oh, up oh that's so fun and and you get to Shout like watch the, the yeah you get to watch the songwriter whose song it is sit there and yeah. hear their song be covered <laughs> like i love that <laughs> yeah that's fantastic let's do it yeah okay cool well let's Long sign up for one of this let's do it <laughs> let's do it um but it's actually with like a a, a, a foresight like you already see into how it's gonna happen i love that Oh yeah. you. Um, but maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll keep chatting um, cool. and we'll make that one of the songwriter San Diego songwriter collective like themes. Oh, I'd um, love to. And we can like go in on that and, and yeah, how we can make that happen. Fun. Yeah. Well. Enjoy. 
this has been a pleasure as always. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's yeah, hard to say guys. goodbye. I know. Shadow's even like crying here. He's starting to whipper a little bit. He's on the oh, ground. He's on the oh. ground right in front of us. You, yeah, everybody on the YouTube video is going to be like, what's wrong with Shadow? Is he alive? <laughs> he's alive. Come here, bud. Well, now Aww. he didn't even move. It's okay. Shadow. He had a big, long day. Yeah, we he's been, he, he actually has really been enjoying your music, I think, is what it is. <laughs> That's Aww. what it is. Good. <laughs> it sedated him. But, uh, yeah, time for the... Well, I think we got the fourth and final yeah. song coming up here. Yeah. Close and just us out. Cool. Close us yeah. out, but give us a little bit about where we can hear you again or what's coming up next, what's going on. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Outro for yourself. <laughs> cool. Thank you guys so much for having me on Soul Punch Sundays. Um, you can find my music on iTunes and Spotify, Justin Froze, F-R-O-E-S-E. I uh, mostly hang out on, on Facebook Live uh, and Instagram. And um, yeah, we'd love to connect and hear from any songwriters or anyone that wants to, yeah, dive into songwriting. Kind of came up earlier about custom songs. Just mm -hmm. you kind of know about this, like having soul talks with people and then mm -hmm. taking taking what comes about in that, in that you know, talk and... and writing a song and that's such an amazing way of reflecting our our beautiful inner world you know that everyone has so um final song here is a co-write with my cousin nancy montgomery it's called finally here and we wrote this uh, a few years back and and this is a song that uh, yeah we felt so proud of and i maybe the first time i actually submitted things to a songwriting contest and it won about five it um yeah blown away and super proud of that and so this is called finally here thank you guys i might sing along okay <laughs> go for it but i won't but i won't okay. <laughs> it's a great song Enjoy. just remember that your audio is a half second behind mine <laughs> but I, I can focus i can focus here i'm we go. not gonna do it to you <laughs> all right well Trials and trials have been my path Pressing on with no direction Through the fire, the smoke and ash Tears, my tears, rain with sorrow Cursed each day with every breath here I stand with no tomorrows I've been lost but found at last And the heavens say yeah And the preacher says amen And the angels say where Well ahead of you then With arms wide open we'll all be there Welcome home you're finally here Peace by I started over Step by step I made my way All you said was Just keep going Don't give up It's not too late And the heavens say yeah And the preacher says amen And the angels say where well. 
was broken. Oh, but I've been saved. Oh, the words unspoken made me whole. Amazing grace. Here I stand, my song I'm singing. Raise my voice for all to hear your sweet, sweet love. Thank you so much, Justin, for being here again. Oh, I'm glad you're finally here. (laughs) (laughs) Finally here. Session two of Soul Punch Sunday. Again, Justin Froge. That's F-R-O-E-S-E. JustinFroge.com. Find him at Justin Froge at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I'm sure all of those. All those things. All of the above. (laughs) And uh, go write a song with him. Go soul diving. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Join the songwriters in San Diego. Cool. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank so you much. so much, this Justin. Was fun. All right. <laughs> we'll be talking you to you fun soon. Okay, you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Love you so much. <laughs> All right. See you, brother. Bye. Ooh, bye. Woo! <laughs> Shadow, come here. Hey. Come here, bud. <laughs> See you next time. Stay tuned uh, for our next artist. Um, we'll be announcing that this week. Can't wait for more. Again, if you are an artist um, interested in being on Soul Punch Sunday, hit us up. We'd love to have you. Have a little conversation. Share your soul. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks again. <laughs> Ciao.